0: The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Does it seem like the world is spinning out of control? For those who research, study, and report, the news never stops, and it's rarely good news. I'm not sure how those without the hope of eternal salvation in Jesus can deal with it all, except that I do know that most prefer not to deal with it at all. They do their best to avoid the news and any information that might upset them. I understand it's a coping mechanism, but of course you can run, but you can't hide from all that's coming upon the earth now. You certainly will not be able to hide from the King of Kings when he returns with the armies of heaven to justly judge the wicked of this world. Many lost souls realize this as well, but still won't humble themselves, repent, and cry out for the Savior's mercy and grace. Of course, one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But for now, every day they get up and do their best impression of an ostrich, while trying to pretend that God doesn't exist. Still, there's always that black cloud, always that fear factor in the back of their minds, and so they simply obey and comply with evil and tyranny in the futile hope that they'll just be left alone. Many also believe they're superior people, so much more virtuous, kind, and thoughtful of others, because they do as they're told. But those of us who know Jesus and are known by him need never fear anything. We can be bold as lions because we know he'll never leave us or forsake us, even though we will have tribulation in this world. So we don't need to bow to the evil dictates of tyrants. We don't need to do as we're told by the wicked ones. We're free to do as we should in accordance with the word of God. Other lost souls do follow the daily news, but they only accept the mainstream media news. And as we all know, the mainstream media news only shows us what they want us to see. The Mockingbird Media does the bidding of their puppet masters, pumping out lies and propaganda 24-7 for the purpose of continually advancing the Great Reset globalist agenda. The majority of what's called news today is mere theater, scripted and choreographed purposely to cause the most fear possible and, of course, obedience. So today I'd like to share with you some news you'll likely never hear in the mainstream press. The line left will likely label this as fake news or conspiracy theories or right-wing propaganda. But that's just what they do. And people really believe what their screens show them. For too many, if it's not on TV, it's not real, it's not happening. Remember, the corporate media's job is to make the truth disappear, forever gone down the memory hole. First of all, out of England, it's been announced that Boris Johnson is drawn up plans to phase out that country's pandemic restrictions very soon. Currently, British citizens are required to remain in quarantine if they test positive for COVID. Violating this mandate comes with a 10,000-pound fine. COVID passports and contact tracing may also be phased out. It seems that, just maybe, the millions of Brits protesting in the streets have had some effect there. The U.S. Supreme Court threw the peasants a bone recently when they ruled that Biden's jab mandates for companies with more than 100 employees could not be enforced. But at the same time, they are allowing jab mandates to go forward for American health care workers. For them, it's get the jab or lose your job, and most are denying religious and medical exemptions. Many health care workers have already been fired long ago for their noncompliance. But the court's decision on companies is too little too late. Biden's threats and coercion were enough to get American companies to mandate the jabs already. It only took an empty threat with no legal teeth behind it at all to get them to obey. His regime knew such rules would never hold up in court, but by simply threatening fines and penalties, a majority of American workers have now already been irreversibly jabbed. For them, it's already too late. In Alberta, Canada, COVID vaccine data that showed a spike in post jab deaths there was scrubbed from a government website recently after journalist Alex Berenson published the information, showing a huge increase in deaths following a first vaccine dose. Thankfully, Berenson had the forethought to take screenshots of the data that the Alberta government had posted before they tossed it down that old memory hole. Meanwhile, German physicians have joined other scientists around the world in discovering strange objects in the COVID jabs and in the blood of those who've taken them. A German Health Freedom Foundation, essentially the equivalent of America's frontline doctors, have released astonishing videos showing foreign objects that were, quote, Accurately constructed, as well as worms that were hatched from eggs and other parasites. Former Pfizer Vice President Michael Yaden has been warning people for months against taking these shots and wearing face masks. Everything from the PCR test to the mask to the idea of asymptomatic spread is fraudulent, Yaden said, and added. The shots were always going to harm people because of the way they were designed. Yadin believes that the outcomes of the COVID jabs are likely a thousand times worse than for any conventional vaccine due to the experimental mRNA technology they use. A report from the Airline Pilot Association magazine has noted that U.S. pilot deaths increased 1,750 percent in just the first eight months of 2021, starting right after COVID jabs were required. Interestingly, none died unexpectedly during the supposedly deadly pandemic of 2020. On January 11th, the construction of a 10-foot-high concrete wall began surrounding the White House. No explanation has been given for the purpose of this wall, which is positioned inside the steel fence that already surrounds the White House. Curiously, when construction of the concrete barrier began, the CCTV video feed was cut off. A few websites covering this have said that the huge concrete wall is needed because landscapers are doing maintenance on a fountain on the White House lawn. How stupid do they think we are? But it seems we need more and more and more walls and barricades to protect the most popular president ever elected with more than 80 million legitimate votes. While at the same time, our southern border is equipped with a red carpet for any and all non-citizens who would like free food, clothing, health care, education, housing, and cash even as our senior citizens and military veterans subsist on government aid well below the poverty line. While this is going on, the Biden administration is making lists of religious vaccine objectors. According to the Daily Signal, the Pretrial services agency for the District of Columbia announced a new record system that will store the names and personal religious information of all employees who make religious accommodation requests for religious ex- exception From the federally mandated vaccine requirement. They've not said what they intend to do with this information, but I can guess. Newly elected Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has stated that a wide variety of crimes will no longer be prosecuted under his leadership. As we've seen in California and other parts of the country, Bragg has declared his office won't prosecute armed robberies of businesses. Criminals who steal less than $1,000 worth of goods will be allowed to go free. Other crimes his office will no longer prosecute are resisting arrest, prostitution, and criminal trespassing. Unless, of course, you don't show your job papers on command this is one more left-wing DA opening the door to increased violent crime, as we've seen in San Francisco, Philadelphia, Seattle, Portland, and Chicago, to name just a few. In all those cities, violent crime is soaring, as is mass retail looting. Meanwhile, in Florida, a family has lost another legal battle to try to save a loved one, fighting for his life on a ventilator now for over a month. According to the Epoch Times, the wife and son of Daniel Pisano have been fighting Mayo Clinic Florida in court since December 30th. Before that, they begged the hospital to allow them to try treating Pizzano with ivermectin along with a mix of other, other drugs and supplements recommended by the Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance. The family's request for emergency intervention was denied by Florida courts twice now. The Mayo Clinic argued that the treatment plan the family would like to try doesn't fit with the hospital's standard COVID protocol. Well, of course it doesn't. I've explained the standard hospital protocols to you before, as well as all the financial bonuses hospitals receive for keeping people sick and even more bonuses once they're dead. Also from the Epoch Times, health departments in multiple states are investigating the steep surge in the death rates of people age 18 to 49, most of which are not related to COVID, but are related to the jab. Deaths in this age group increased by an average of more than 40% last year. The District of Columbia saw a whopping increase of 72% higher deaths in people age 18 to 49 in 2021. Interestingly, D.C. also has the highest percentage of fully vaccinated people in the country. Natural News has this story. Democrats in Washington state are now pushing a bill, WAC 246-100, which would authorize health officers to basically kidnap anyone they choose at gunpoint and send them to COVID concentration camps. The people targeted under this rule need not show any symptoms of infection in order to be arrested and placed in the camps, which have already been activated. The White House announced strike force operations in July of last year. Now, the purpose of these strike forces is to go door-to-door, targeting anti-vaxxers in their homes and forcing Americans to take the kill shots. Four months ago, Washington State's government confirmed they were hiring strike team coordinators. The coordinators have now been hired and trained, and the camps in Washington State are ready to receive the first of their guests, once lawmakers push the bill through. And finally, a story from Forbes magazine, hardly a right-wing publication. Supply chain disruptions, high inflation, and a massive trucker shortage. The story from Forbes states, If you shopped at a supermarket lately, you would have noticed all the bare shelves. There is no definitive timeline for the delivery of the new car you excitedly put that down payment on months ago. Companies are losing business, and they aren't receiving the stock of goods and components needed to make their products. According to Forbes, the trucking industry is currently in need of at least 80,000 new truckers. Once again, many have chosen to leave their profession rather than be forced to take an experimental and deadly injection. Up to 75% of the U.S. economy's products arrive by truck, but not anymore. In California, if your truck is more than a couple years old, you're not allowed to enter the state at all. In addition, truck drivers must now show their vaccine passports in order to enter certain states, as well as travel to and from Canada. Meanwhile, the cost of goods has skyrocketed across the nation, and food shortages have been predicted for a while now. And I've mentioned this previously, but it bears repeating. You must now show your papers proving you've been fully jabbed in Washington, D.C., Minneapolis, and St. Paul in order to enter any public space. New Yorkers also must show their papers if they intend to move about in public. And only about 20,000 people turned out to protest the mandates and loss of freedom at the D.C. rally January 23rd. This is the world we live in now. This is the new normal. This is the left's idea of building back better. It may seem like the world is spinning out of control, but, you know, our mighty God has his hand firmly at the helm, and the evil ones behind all the mayhem and destruction can do nothing that God does not allow. Our world is under judgment, as it should be. Our Heavenly Father is patient beyond measure, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But just as in the days of Noah and Lot, there comes a time when time runs out. Don't fear the world. Instead, seek God today while you still can. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the Internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-V, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.